I want to welcome all of the churches from around the world who are doing a But God series, and I'm really believing for your life personally that you're going to experience But God moments. I'm believing for your church to experience But God, only God moments throughout this series. I want to talk today from this thought, we're wounded, but God heals us. One thing I know we all have in common, no matter the color of our skin, where we grew up, how we grew up, our belief system, we all have in common that we deal with pain. We've all been hurt. We've all been wounded. Perhaps someone lied on you. They stabbed you in your back. Perhaps someone betrayed you or abandoned you, or they said negative things about you to your face, or perhaps it was behind your back. Someone broke your heart. Someone raped you, committed adultery on you. Someone abused you. We can all experience such deep wounds that we don't want to forgive. I've been there before. I know from personal experience. I remember growing up at the age of 13 in a small town called Rewoka, Oklahoma. And at the age of 13, I was sexually abused by a lady not my mother, for several months. And I remember being bitter and angry and hostile. I remember the pain of holding my pillow at night and crying myself to sleep. I remember the shame I felt and I had done nothing wrong. I remember how angry I was that I lost my virginity through sexual abuse. I remember one day being so bitter and so angry in high school that the thing I loved the most at the time, playing sports, I remember after football practice getting in a screaming match with my coach, screaming at him, you don't understand. You don't know what I've been through. You don't have a clue what I'm going through. I was so angry. I was so full of rage. I was so bitter. I was holding on to unforgiveness and I remember the feeling of, can I go on? Can I make it through this pain? And the reality is we can all relate to this issue because hurt, pain, wounds, and struggling to forgive someone is something that we all deal with on one level or another. And I want to minister to your heart today. We're wounded, but God heals us. You see, friends, one of the biggest keys to receiving God's healing power is forgiving. It's forgiving the person who hurt you. And when we don't forgive, it literally hinders us from receiving God's healing power into our hearts. Actually, when we don't forgive, the wounds just grow 
deeper and the wounds are just open and they just get more infected with hate and with bitterness and with skewed thinking. Unforgiveness is like setting yourself on fire and then hoping the other person dies of smoke inhalation. We're just hurting, and we aren't healing. Jesus talks about the subject of forgiveness. It's throughout the Bible, and it's an important topic in Scripture. And Jesus said these powerful words in Matthew 6 and verse 12, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. He will move your direction. Verse 15, but if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. You see, when we forgive, we invite God's forgiveness into our lives. When we forgive, we are inviting God's healing power to work in our lives. But when we don't forgive, we literally push God away. We push away his forgiveness. We push away his healing power that he so desperately wants to pour out in our lives. When we don't forgive, we aren't healing. We are hurting ourselves. I'm curious how many of you at all the churches, how many of you would just lift a hand and say, you have played the game Angry Birds before? Come on, how many of you have played it like I have? Yeah, many, many of you have played the game Angry Birds. How many of you have played it at work? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Angry Birds. Now, if you're not familiar with Angry Birds, let me explain it to you. I got one with me right now. An angry bird. And in angry birds, there are all different kinds of birds. This is just one of the angry birds. And the birds are angry at the pigs because the pigs have stolen their eggs. And so the angry birds are so angry and they want to get their eggs back that they use themselves as a weapon and they smash themselves into bricks and into walls because they're going to get their eggs back from these pigs. And, and, and it's so interesting because as they crash themselves into bricks and walls the, and crash themselves into pigs, the walls fall, the bricks fall, and they literally kill all the pigs. But it's so interesting because as they, as they use themselves as a weapon, not only do they kill the pigs, but they kill themselves. This game could be called Stupid Birds. And, and, and here's what's also interesting about this game. As they smash themselves into, bur I mean, in, into walls and into bricks, and as the walls fall, as they kill all the pigs and use themselves as a weapon, there's always another level. You finish one level, and all you do is graduate to the next level. And that is literally what it's like when you harbor and hold on to unforgiveness and you literally you start using yourself as a weapon i'm going to get even i am mad i am 
angry, I am bitter, and you start smashing yourself into people and messing up your marriage and messing up your dating relationships and you're hostile and you're angry and you're bitter and you're messing up your career because you're set on I'm angry and somebody's going to know and I'm mad and I'm bitter and you're literally an angry bird. And you think to yourself, but I'm getting even and somebody's going to pay. And you are hurting other people, but you are also hurting yourself. And friends, one of the biggest reasons people don't forgive, they play angry birds, is because they have the wrong understanding of forgiveness. And I want to share with you three misunderstandings about forgiveness. I don't want you to play angry birds another day with your life. Three misunderstandings about forgiveness. Number one is this. If I forgive, it minimizes what happened to me. There are people who believe that if they forgive someone, that it must mean that what happened to them wasn't a big deal. I mean, Pastor, I cannot forgive them because if I forgive them, I'm letting them know, I'm letting my friends and family know that what happened to me was not a big deal. Understand that forgiving someone doesn't mean that what happened to you wasn't a big deal. What happened to me at the age of 13 was a big deal. What happened to many of you in your life is a big deal. And you're thinking right now, That's right, Pastor. It's a big deal, so I'm not going to let them off the hook that easy. I'm not going to forgive them and let them off the hook, Pastor. They ruined my childhood. They ruined my teenage years. They ruined my marriage. They ruined my career. They, They took away my innocence. I can't let them off the hook that easy. And friends, you're not letting them off the hook. You're letting you off the hook. Forgiveness is not about them. It's about you. Your but God healing is tied to forgiving the person who hurt you. It's a big deal that you've been hurt. It's a big deal the pain that you've experienced. It's a big deal that you're wounded. But God wants to heal your heart. And after experiencing sexual abuse at the age of 13 and being bitter and angry and hostile, full of pain and hurt and wounded, I can also say, but God heals the brokenhearted. He did it for me, and I know he can do it for you. The scripture declares in Psalms 147 in verse 3, he heals, God heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. God heals, God heals, God heals. God knows right where you are. He knows you're broken. He knows you're hurting. He knows your pain. He sees your tears. He knows you're wounded and God wants to heal your heart beginning today. But when you don't forgive, you literally block God from moving your way with his forgiving and healing power. You got to let it go. 
Number two is this. There's a second misunderstanding that, that keeps many people from forgiving. Number two is this. In order to forgive, I must reconcile with the person that hurt me. And there are people that, that believe, you know what, if I forgive them, if I forgive them, then, then I have to reconcile with them because forgiveness and reconciliation are one in the same. If I forgive them, then, then I have to go back and have a close relationship with them, or I have to go back and be friends with them, or I have to go back and spend a lot of time together with them, or I've got to start talking on the phone with them all the time. And, and it's important for you to understand that forgiveness isn't the same as reconciliation. Reconciliation means to restore things back to the way they used to be before the person hurt you. And there are times that needs to happen. That's the Lord's will. And then there are other times where we should not reconcile a relationship back to the way it used to be. Matter of fact, it's interesting. You ought to study it out in your Bible that there, there, there are people that God says, you know what? Don't hang out with them. Don't, don't do life with them. It's, it's in the scriptures. It's several times in the Bible. I just want to give you one example where God says, hey, hey, don't, don't hang out with them. Psalms, verse 26 and verse 4, David says, I do not spend time with liars or go along with hypocrites. I hate the gatherings of those who do evil, and I refuse to join in with the wicked. You see, God's Word says there are times where we need to steer clear of evil people. We need to steer clear of people who are violent. We need to steer clear of people who are wanting to hurt us. You see, if you restore a relationship back to the way things used to be before they hurt you and the other person hasn't changed, you're just going to subject yourself to hurt all over again and again. And again, and in some cases, you're trying to restore the relationship with somebody. They're the ones that hurt you. They hurt you, and you're trying to restore the relationship, but they don't want it. They're not ready for it. They don't want anything to do with you. You're trying to reconcile. You're trying to, you're trying to see the relationship restored, but they don't desire the relationship to be restored. And you have to understand that forgiveness doesn't mean we have to reconcile. Forgiveness isn't about the other person. Forgiveness is a one-player game between you and God. You don't need the other person to participate to forgive them. Forgiveness is an inside job. Reconciliation is an outside job. Forgiveness is between you and your heavenly father. Reconciliation is between you and the other person. And you don't have to be reconciled to the other person to experience forgiveness and to forgive them for what they did to you. In my particular situation, I have not reconciled with the lady, and things have not been restored back to the way they used to be because there really wasn't no used to be. We, were, we, we just weren't close. And I'm not picking up the phone and inviting her over to babysit my children. I don't believe that would be, that would be wisdom. And so 
there are times where it's not the Lord's will for a relationship to be reconciled, and yet there are times where it's God's will. God is leading us to reconcile a relationship. I have seen, and I believe many of you have seen it as well, where a husband and wife were struggling in their marriage and perhaps separated, perhaps they got divorced, and then there was forgiveness, and they forgave one another, and, and then they were reconciled, and they got married again or, or started living together again, and God rest, restored their marriage. God healed their marriage because God does restore relationships. Understand something, forgiveness is not required, reconciliation is not required for forgiveness to take place. But when we forgive, God can lead us. It opens the door to reconciliation. I have seen children who grew up in abusive situations and they were abused by their parents. And as adults, they forgave and they reconciled. And God restored the relationship with their parents. And their relationship is thriving today because God's will at times is for us to reconcile and to restore. And when we forgive, it can lead to restoration. But I want you to grasp today that it may not be God's will for you to reconcile, but God's will is always for you to forgive. It's always. And when you forgive, you set a prisoner free. And that prisoner is you. And I've been there, locked behind the bars of bitterness and anger and hatred and rage. And I'm behind those bars and I'm missing out on all that God wants to do in and through my life because of unforgiveness, but when you forgive, you unlock the door to the bars and you set yourself free. A third misunderstanding, a third misunderstanding about forgiveness is this. We don't think we can forgive. We don't think we can forgive and some of you are so filled with pain and you're so filled with so much hate and, and bitterness and anger that you don't think you can ever forgive the person who hurt you. And I understand where you are. I understand to be so filled with bitterness and anger and hate. Let's be honest. How many of you would agree that at times it feels good to hate? How I many you know what I'm talking about? It feels good to be bitter and to be mad and to be angry. I mean, you gonna know I'm angry. Matter of fact, all of y'all, all of y'all gonna know. I am angry and I am bitter and I am mad and I've been done wrong. I know what that's like, but I also know what it is to experience a but God healing moment and to let go and to forgive. And I know some of you are thinking this because the anger and rage is in your heart and you're thinking, I can't do it. I just can't let it go. I can't forgive them for what they did to me. I can't, and you're right, you're right, you're right. You can't, but God can help you forgive. God can. God can help you. He can. 
The psalmist said in Psalm 73 and verse 26, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God, come on, at all the churches, everybody say these two words, but God, yeah, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. On your own, you will fail. On your own, your flesh will fail. On your own, your heart will fail. On your own, you don't feel like you can forgive. On your own, you don't want to forgive. On your own, you want to stay bitter and mad and angry. On your own, your flesh and your heart may fail, but with God's strength, you can forgive. You can forgive. You need God's strength to forgive the person who hurt you. You need God's strength to pray for the person who hurt you, to speak blessing over their life. You need God's strength to cast out bitter thoughts about the person. You need God's strength to write the forgiveness letter. You need God's strength to pick up the phone and to make the phone call. You need God's strength to calm you when you're angry and you feel anger and hate rising up in your heart towards that person. You need God's strength to bite your tongue when you're in a conversation and their name comes up and you want to say, oh, let me tell you about them. You need God's strength to help you so if you run into that person, you don't punch them in the stomach and say, in Jesus' name. Come on, you need God's strength. Your flesh and your heart may fail, but God! But God can give you the strength to forgive. And some of you are thinking right now as you're hearing the word of God, you're thinking, Pastor, I'm just not ready to forgive. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. What they did is so deep in my heart, I'm not ready to forgive. Hear me today. You will never be ready. You'll never be ready. Time doesn't heal all wounds. Time doesn't heal all wounds, but God does. But God does. Please hear me today at all the churches. You don't need more time. You need more God. Yes. I'm going to say that again. You don't need more time. You need more God. The only thing more time does, it gives you more time to be an angry bird. That's all it does. All more time does is gives you more time to be angry and to be bitter and to be hostile and to get revenge and to hurt your family and to hurt the ones you love the most and to hurt your career and to hurt your friendships. All more time does is to cause those feelings to fester and to let bitterness grow. All more time does is make you an angry bird. I've been there. I know more time without God's healing power is if you don't forgive, you find yourself being an angry bird. You look around and people look at you and you look and you say, why are you treat me like that? Because you got an attitude all the time. That's why people treat you like that. Because you're an angry bird. You're an angry bird. And I want you to understand that forgiveness is not a feeling. It's a choice. And today, by the power of God, would you choose to forgive the people have hurt you. I remind you again of the words of Jesus, powerful words on forgiveness. Would you open your heart up right now at the end of this message and let God's word 
speak to your heart. Matthew 6, 12. And forgive us our debts, God, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. When you forgive, God's forgiving and healing power moves your direction. Verse 15, but if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Forgive those who have hurt you so that you don't block, so you don't hinder God's forgiving power, God's healing power from flowing your way. Listen today. Don't play Angry Birds another day. We're wounded, but heals us, and I'm a living testimony of the power of a risen Savior named Jesus Christ.